Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Spreaker, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you, and thank you, Chris and Dave, for doing the new promo that leads into the show. Very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope everybody is well today, feeling well myself, and that's good compared to a lot of people around us who are not feeling so well, and that's not so good. So I hope everybody starts feeling well, 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 well soon. I think some parts of the Midwest, it's supposed to get cold, real cold. And uh, I hope that escapes here. But you never know. I know it's cool in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, Jenny, how are you doing? I'm good. I feel better than I did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Things are on the mend. I thought I was going to have a big project to do. That didn't turn out to happen. So, Well, you never know what the next project's going to be. So you may get to Florida, and then boom, 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 another project comes. We hope so. So um, that could happen. You just never know. Unfortunately, whenever you're working for the public or as Michael will tell you in just a few moments you can get bids on projects and people act interested and then boom away they go they've either found a better price they decided they don't want to do it it's not worth it blah 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 they got their buddy to do it ten times cheaper whatever the case may be but you're progressing along with your Braille courses now? I am. I'm uh, trying to, I'm going through the certification for unified Braille and unlearning uh, a lot of things that I've learned <laughs> over the years because some things are so different. So that that's something different. So that's keeping you busy, busy, busy. Well, let's go to... Tim in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Good morning, everyone. It is uh, well. We we don't have any temperature here. It's zero. Oh. So and the wind chill is minus twenty one. Um. And uh, yesterday we got up to forty two. So a little bit of change in the weather here. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's uh, I guess what we have to deal with and it's supposed to be cold through the next week or so like 
low is about. Uh, well, I, I think our low tonight is supposed to be 15 below. So, I think that's too much. I think I'll uh, go to Florida with you and Jenny. I, but I, I think that's going to spread. All, you can come, Tim. I think that's going to spread all over the Midwest and all over the place. Those lower temperatures. So, uh, I think it's a a problem that's not just going to be con fine to the state of Minnesota. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. I know we uh, we sent the East Coast a bunch of snow last week. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, you should that be, Tim. Was, you should be. That one was weird. That one went south, way south, and then came back up along the coast. <laughs> so, uh, so they ended up getting snow in Alabama and Mississippi and places like that great guy he doesn't sound very sorry <laughs> no he doesn't well maybe Sp not speaking of which we might as well go to altoona pennsylvania where they've been busy swapping changing refrigerators and taking ubers to holidaysburg and getting them canceled and getting yeah, new we've been busy um yeah it's 42 here today and going to be zero here tomorrow night but yeah we canceled the home depot refrigerator order because it won't be here till april 6th we called around and found this place in holidaysburg called diamond supply and they had what we wanted plus a few extra things but they only had one so we decided we better take an uber and look at it and buy it if we wanted it let's so hope did. it has It'll the door on next it. tuesday <laughs> Chris, let's hope it has the door on it. Like really, the, one that seals. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But that's coming next Tuesday, as long as the weather cooperates. and. Right, Tim. No snow, please. Yeah, no no snow and, and all of that good stuff. So you've got, you've got that going. And anything else going on? Just chasing the cat drain. The, I mean, the sink drain. The cat keeps dragging it off. Oh. So, that I think that just comes with the cat. That's just part of, <laughs> part of territory of the cat, where they will take I, any... I couldn't... Oh, sorry, Bill. No, you... <laughs> I was going to say, I couldn't believe it this morning. Our cat wanted to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's nuts. Did you let her? Well, she sort of went to the door, and when I opened it, I think she realized it was pretty darn cold, and she kind of turned around. <laughs> but Is she normally an outside cat? Not at all. No, um, she hasn't been out since the last time she went to the vet, which was, I think, about two and a half years ago for her vaccinations or her rabies and whatever does she so, like to sit in the window or where she can look outside or oh yeah she does do that a lot we have a bay window in, in the living room that she sits in quite a bit yeah that that keeps her that that'll that'll keep her busy well let's move yeah. on to jeff in in New York State. Well, what can I say? I am fighting a sinus infection. I sure hope it's not 
COVID-19, but I don't have the, and maybe we'll have to talk to Mike about this one. I don't have all the symptoms. The only thing I have is a bad cold and I've lost my sense of smell, but it's coming back very slowly. No fever, no pain, no night sweats, nothing like that. So, but if it doesn't get much better by tomorrow, I'm going to go get tested. Uh, get the, 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 what do they call it? The flow test. We'll see if I can do that. So, but I'm feeling better as Bill, as I talked to Bill on Monday, I sounded terrible on Monday. I think I told, we were talking about that. I'm feeling much better. And I've been looking it up on YouTube on how to make sure you get your sense of smell back. There are some techniques you can use. We'll talk about that after you uh, turn it over to Mike. So everything is good here. Very, very good. As long as you're getting your health back and you feel better and, and all that good stuff and you don't have that stuff now those quick tests you take are those the quick one where they know in just a few minutes yeah that's the one they know in 15 minutes or so um and hopefully that will you know obviously the pcr test is much more accurate but at least i know if if it's if 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 i have covid and it shows it in the 15 minute test then you know i know i gotta deal with it but uh as I, as I said, there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not having any problems breathing. I'm not having any any, any other side effects. So we'll see what happens. I, I you know, now is, is that still a, a test where they push the thing up your nose? The, the PCR one that that's the one they push up your nose. Yes, and that that's unpleasant enough for me. But uh, you got to do what you got to do, Tim. So uh, we'll see. What I don't, what I noticed at least with me is I didn't lose any sense of taste. And my, I was cooking chicken last night. I had it, had it in the oven, and I could smell the chicken, but I couldn't smell the, the other, some other things. Like when I had my polar seltzer, which is cherry flavored, I knew it was cherry because I, I could taste it, but I couldn't smell the cherry flavoring from the bottle. So it's coming back slowly. So let's hope it gets back uh, to normal at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't want that kind of action to go on. Michael off. What's going on in South we, we need your help, Mike. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I had the same thing, Jeff. It took me about two weeks to truly fight it off. But, yeah, I think it's just a sinus cold. I hope anyway. I didn't get tested for it, and we're all good. Um, I like the new song uh, on your new intro, although it does bring one question to mind. I, I wonder where the Louisiana sheriff went to. Yeah, let's think uh, about Amos yeah. Moses. Uh, yeah. But um, well, my two big things here, one, I had to fight with Apple. They uh, they decided, they, they said it was a seven-day trial, and they charged me right away for it. So I had to call and dispute that, and they gave me the money back. But I was told that I may no longer be able to get free trials for anything. So, But I don't know why it was their fault, and they promised seven days and then didn't do it. But just be mindful of that before you accept a free trial, especially if there's any real cost involved. What was the trial for, Mike? Uh, it was for an app called Petrolex it, that's used for hearing. But to me, the audio was distorted using it. So uh, part of that could be my iPhone. I got issues with the microphones in it. But anyway, I just thought, okay, I'll try it. But it just didn't work for me. Uh, the other thing going on here is trying to really make myself use my ResMed sleep machine for apnea. But so I finally switched to... Uh, whatever they call them, the little nasal pads, instead of using a full mouth mask. That works a little bit better. It still says I have leakage, and the uh, rates are still a little too high, but at least that I can tolerate. But I do wear a strap around my chin so that I don't breathe through my mouth when I sleep. But 
So just getting used to that because if you get something, folks, you need to be aware of, if you get one of these machines and you don't use at least 88 hours a month after about three months, you'll get a bill from Medicare for like $1,500. So you, you pretty much have to commit to using this machine. We're taking just, it back. Just, I think just, they do just send the Medicare bill to Tim. He'll pay it for you, right, Tim? Right, right. <laughs> but the, they used to say if you have a, a bad cold or an infection, though, not to use it because it can. Right now, I quit them. during that two weeks too. Um, I, I so I quit during that period, but there's just it's just not calibrated correctly, and you know you have a home equipment supply, and they're saying they can't touch it, but then the you got an actual doctor you know through your sleep lab wherever you did your sleep study and they're like well we want to wait four weeks so i'm like well if i wait four weeks you're not gonna tell me to send the machine back so i'm using it more and more but i just can't use it all night i can't sleep deeply with it so i don't know just trying to get through that it hurdle. takes but a lot that, of getting used to mike it took me a long time to get used to that machine now fortunately i don't know what happened but they did some more tests and said I didn't need to use it anymore. Well, fortunately, you lost a lot of weight, and that is one of the biggest ways to reverse sleep apnea. So weight loss is... But I, I don't know, but it took a long time. I eventually ended up with those nose pillows like you did. The mask actually worked better, but... Then there's something about a mask over your face all night long, but I can't keep my mouth shut. So, um, of course, it might not be so bad now. We're so used to masks that. Well, no, because this one's a little. I mean, this one's a tighter fit. You got a big strap going around your head, and it's a little more. <clears throat> but you're right. I'm sure it's something you acclimate to, and you know, you keep breathing through your mouth. But wearing that chin guard is just kind of a weird. Well, I'm making sure the mask fits right. They should help you make sure that it's adjusted right. Well, it's not that you can get it fit right, Jennifer, but as you turn over at night to sleep, maybe the hose gets pulled on. And the thing with using the nose pillows, that's so precision that can just wiggle a little bit and start leaking air. So, How, how much noise does this thing make as well? It's a lot quieter. They're much quieter than they used to be. You just hear the airflow in and out when you inhale and exhale, but the machine itself doesn't make noise like uh, back in the 90s. Those things are pretty noisy. Yeah, the noise is not so bad, but the it's just keeping them clean. There's a whole process to it. It's not just like you say, well, I'll, um, I'll just turn this on and fill it up with water, and you got to get the right kind of water. And... and I, I've heard of some doctors who put something in your mouth that you wear, and they say that's better than these sleep machines. I don't know that. I just hear that on the radio. Oh, the mouth guard they talk about. Yeah, something. Well, I know the dentist said not to do that because well, we were talking to the dentist about that one day, and he said don't do that because it's supposed to move your, your jaw forward somehow to help keep your mouth closed or Try to keep that airway open. Well, the, one of the best things you can do, and I didn't realize this, asleep or awake, is to teach yourself to breathe in and out through your nose. And if you can do that, that will just help you, your body get oxygen and help you health-wise in many ways. So I'm hoping the machine will help me acclimate to that. So it, it's just a learning experience. It, it was a learning. If it works, 
well. It works well, and you might notice the benefit of it, but 90% of the time it didn't, and you really didn't notice. But there's a lot of people I know who depend upon it, so don't use me as a judge uh, by what it is or isn't. You know, that thing. I, I don't know. Anybody else use those things in the room here? I guess not. Um, Mike, good luck on your tra- on your traversing this uh, whole CPAP this whole CPAP thing because it's going to be well. It's it's definitely better not have my mouth covered. I just couldn't deal with that. Yeah, you know, I, just, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. It was a. Uh, Looks like maybe we've got a raised hand. We do have a hand from two guess hands. Who. Uh, yes, two. But well, Bill and Fran. So, Bill, do you want to unmute yourself, and then Fran, you'll be next. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's cold here, but due to get back to the CPAP machine, uh, I've had one probably probably twenty years, and I have no trouble with mine. My, my First one I had was a mask where it went all over your curl over your nose and your mouth. And then now I just have one just where it just covers the nose. But you're right, you gotta learn to keep your mouth closed when you use it because it doesn't do you any good. And Mike is right. You do get more oxygen to your body if you just breathe through your nose. People people think if you breathe through your mouth you're gonna get better ventilation or better air. No, you get better your your natural body is supposed to breathe through your nose. And that's where you get the, the biggest percentage of your oxygen level for your body, just on normal, just a normal person. So I mean that's, but I've had no trouble with mine. I mean, uh, I've had oh, this machine I got sitting here now. I've had at least over ten years, and it's working perfect. I don't have any trouble with it. Otherwise, it's. Uh, but we're supposed to get down real quick on the temperatures. I don't know if Tim saw this or not. But yesterday on our newscast, they were giving some temperatures around the Midwest. Yesterday afternoon at 4 o'clock Chicago time, between 4 and 5 when the news was on, it was 68 degrees in Oklahoma City. This morning they predicted it to be one above zero. I haven't heard. I don't know what it is now, but what the temperature, a 65-degree drop is going to make in Oklahoma City yesterday. That is quite a swing. I think they're going to have a big right. change in Texas also. Yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to sweep. There's supposed to be another storm sweeping through the south again and going up north. They were, they were talking about that. It's supposed to be another one going in. Also, they're saying that some parts of Florida make their tornadoes again because the weather, the cold weather, pushing too far south. So, I know well, you we, had that one around your house, Bill, in, in Florida or Fort Myer, right? Right. That is correct. Yeah, where it destroyed. A, I said that, I know see where it destroyed a trailer park and. Several, several homes are damaged. So, and yours didn't get any damage. You're okay. As far as I know, I haven't heard anything. We'll find out tomorrow <laughs> okay. as we walk in. If you get there, and the roof is still on it, right? The, the way that house is built, it's a stone house. It's, uh, yeah, it would take a while. It's going to come off either. About the roof, about the only thing come yeah. off. Yeah, uh, it's the only thing. So, all right, I guess right, we'll you get the brand in. All right. All right. Thank you, Bill. Okay. Frank, can you unmute yourself, please? I have unmuted. I believe I'm here. Yes, you are. All right. Well, 
Um, I tried with the uh, CPAP, and I had I didn't have very good luck with it. Um, the one mask they gave me was a full face mask, and if I turned the wrong way, it would blow air directly into my eye. So that was no fun. Um, I know I know that I need one because I have a lot of trouble sleeping, and even if I sleep a full, see, I think I slept a full eight hours or six hours or whatever, I get up and I'm still tired. And they say, you know, when they did not sleep study, that I'm waking up several times a night without, you know, and not breathing right and this sort of thing. But I just cannot stand anything over my face. They tried the ones in my nose, and they weren't working that well. That, that's what they said about mine. There was, you know, a lot of leakage, and it just, you know, wasn't wasn't working well. So this has been a few years ago. So now I'm I'm having problems again. So you know, where I still feel like I'm never never rested, and um, I know that I snore like a freight train. So, <laughs> you know, I think one of the problems is it's just hard for me to keep my mouth shut. I got that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's that's my experience with it. And one of the things... Oh, shut up, voiceover. Anyway, anyway one of the things I wanted to ask, because I keep hearing about these free COVID tests, is there any way that they're accessible or do we need a sighted person to You're look gonna need at Tyra. them? The, they're probably not accessible to tell your results, but the website to order the free ones is very, very good. Yeah, yeah they're, they're... I, I, I was just concerned that, you know, because we don't have anybody cited it. We're a totally blind household. And, uh, you know, so well, and I certainly don't want to ask one of my neighbors, hey, could you come and look at my COVID test? <laughs> like, yeah, sure, I will, friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. My eyes are Ira's your friends. Oh, I, I, too bad I don't I, have Ira. Maybe seeing that. Yeah. Well, I believe that uh, I know one of the I know some of the blindness organizations have been talking about that, but I don't, I'm not sure how they can make the test accessible. I don't. It's, not, it's not so easy. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's not like it's a electronic machine that you that that you could that talks. I mean, so yeah. I don't know how the other thing that. you could use is if you if you if you don't have Ira, uh, you also have the option of probably you could use be my eyes because it's not yeah like, i do have that yeah that you have that 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 is something you could do yeah i plan to get ira in the near future but um some people say that be my eyes is just as good but i don't know i disagree but, uh, but and the only reason i disagree especially on matters of confidentiality um oh yeah that's that's where I've got an issue. Um, I really feel strongly about that. Plus, Ira. Uh, okay, let, let me try to say it this way. Ira is staffed with people who are trained to. They have specific things trained. You might call somebody from Be My Eyes. They're in their car doing God knows. You're getting. Act number volunteer, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but understand, you're probably your mileage is not probably going to be as good as it is with a specialized trained agent. And 
Be My Eyes draws on many thousands of people across the world, and God bless them for for doing that. Mm-hmm. But if you want your credit card read, I, I'm not the one out there to be my eyes. Maybe if, if they want to read what my is, COVID test, sure. What is the difference? I mean, what is the, you know, what does IRA have as far as confidentiality? Be my eyes does not. They're bonded. The agents are bonded with IRA. They have to be bonded. Oh, they are, oh they have to okay. Be bonded well, that's, and, that's good to know. You know, that the, they do have on Be My Eyes, um, <clears throat> like if I want computer help, they have people that have worked on the um, disability line, you know. That's a very for these companies, and they have uh, they were re- able to get me going when I couldn't get anything to speak. No, on right? My they have phone, Microsoft, and they have my Google. computer. They yeah. have a lot of but, good things that be my eyes, and one of them is those, especially helping you get your computer going or your Google or through some specialized help. That is outstanding. But I'm just saying if I've got individual things that I need read or done that I might not want to, you know, that I really do need to be kept confidential if I'm. But that's just my opinion. It doesn't make it right or wrong. But um, the the specialized help like the Microsoft, I think there's a. An accessible drugstore. I think there's a lot of things, and there's a lot of organizations. So there's a lot, a lot to be said for Be My Eyes. But just understand, there are some basic differences. Yeah. But, well, I plan to get IRA at some point because they are trained specifically to do this thing, you know, to help us. So. But, Fran, another um, option, if you just have a family member, California, anywhere, that could just look at the results, if you know how to position it. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how to, how to it's like. Isn't uh, there an doc, also, an emer- isn't there an emergent care facility near you? I know here in, in all, if we go to the COVID website for New York State, it says if you want COVID test, uh, the quick test or whatever, you can go to your your emergent care or to your physician. Now, I don't know if that's like that in Austin, Texas, but you might want yeah. to inquire about that. I mean, that's so. Yeah, we have we have urgent care places here. So why don't can, you, you know, why don't you contact the urgent care place that's nearest to you and see if they'll do that for you? Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to know. You know, because I keep hearing about them. I thought, well, are they at all accessible? I didn't think they were. But uh, anyway, thanks a lot. Boy, now you got the conversation started. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, we get, we're all backed up here with the raised hands, bro. We got Gail, you're next. Uh, unmute yourself, please. Gail? Yes, I'm here. Okay, go ahead. You're on the air. Go ahead. I don't know what the topic is because I came in rather late. I had some problems with the new password and that kind of thing. But I wondered what, first of all, I wonder what the new, what the topic is because I kind of came in in the middle. Well, we don't have a general topic. We've been kind of talking about accessible um, COVID test is what we've been kind of dealing with now and maybe the best way to get those or to get some help. Uh, thanks. But I was just, I came in a little bit late because I had some 
um, password problems. Couldn't figure out what the to get in and that kind of thing. I was just wondering, though, as far as those COVID tests, I don't think I'd want just anybody reading, you know, my private, you know, stuff. And it, it would be kind of embarrassing or just a little bit scary to me. Well, but you already have a person come into your home. I know so. that. I'm, I know that. But I mean, if I didn't. Well, yes, but you already have Wendy, so uh, I already so there wouldn't be a big problem. And Gail, but, you're right. That that is a personal choice, and you know, I, and I can understand that. And uh, oh, by the way, thank you, Jeff, for your help earlier. I wasn't sure where I was supposed to, what I was supposed to do, but I guess I'm here in one piece. Well, thanks a lot, anyway, and uh, have a great day. All right, thank you, Gail. All right, we have, um, and I, I, I never know the phone numbers here, but we have a 320. I know that's in Minnesota. That's Beth. Uh, that's who? That's Beth. Beth. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Beth. Unmute yourself, please. I just did. I did the star six to unmute myself, and I'm having troubles trying to get in Zoom. I'm thinking I'm missing something, and I'm not real sure what it is. Well, let me give you the meeting ID. It's uh, You're in obviously using it, so it's 287 Yeah. 287-723-4600. So when you go into Zoom and it says join the meeting, it's going to ask you, it's going to be going to put that in where your meeting ID would go. Okay. And it's going to say 287-723-4600 on the computer. In fact, I'm wondering if I should try that now or if I should. Well, you probably don't need to try it now because you. Well, you can try it now after your phone call, of course. Right, and when you hang up the phone, try it after you after you've hung up the phone because it'll it'll echo if you if you don't. So. Oh, okay. Well, I'm really feeling good that at least I know I can talk to all of you about that. I just wasn't sure if I was doing something wrong because it seems like things are changing, and I don't know why that has to be. No, this... But maybe sometimes because of scammers and things like that. No, but this was a very was, well publicized change, Beth. We didn't, we just didn't spring this on you in one week. We've right. been talking about it. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I can understand it now, and um, I'm hoping. I'm thinking eventually I'm going to need a new. We were talking earlier about the CPAP machines. I heard a couple of you talking about that, and I actually do have a mouth guard that I use at night. Because I'd wake up in the morning with all kinds of headaches because I was grinding my teeth in my sleep. And, and, and so um, I also might, oh, I'm hoping to get a smaller CPAP machine. I've got one that right now that seems like it's as big as St. Cloud. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. <laughs> Probably quite an exaggeration, but I'm, I'm hoping to to get a, a new one pretty soon. I already talked to my doctor about it yesterday because I've had this one since 2015. Oh, yeah. And then also with the COVID test, I think I, I wouldn't, I, I feel like Gail does, I wouldn't want just anyone reading my reading that, but I'm glad that I have the people here who do get that and, and, and tell me, and, they, and they're willing to let me know eventually that all of my my COVID tests have been coming back negative. I'm so happy to tell all of you that. Very good. And, um, you know, 
The only thing I can tell you about the number, and this is the last thing I need to say about it, is you've called in All Things Radio. This is the same number. You've, you've used this number before. But the other thing is, how do you, do you think that you would have uh, Be My Eyes or Ira to read your results for you? I might have Ira if I, I mean if I had the right type of phone to do that with. Yeah. Because right now I I didn't know for sure if I could just do that on the landline phone, but I don't think I can. No, you can't, unfortunately. But I, if if it was either one of those, I think I would gladly have Ira read the test. Right, and yeah, that does make a difference, Beth, but. That that is for the uh, the smartphone. I know, and I figured you would tell me that too. But I'm really glad you did. I'm wondering if that would work with that blind shell phone, which right now, unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to afford it. From what I heard about the price, um, well, I don't believe so, because it doesn't actually fall under that category. It's a as far as I know, and Michael can correct me, I do not believe the the blind shell phone is set up for Ira. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I guess I can always pray that sometime that that can be set up that way, too, because it's, it's always nice to have new things, but yet it's right. nice that they work for everything, too. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I don't know, but at least, at least you live in a, a place where you can get your test results read to you and checked. Do they check you quite often there? You know, right now with some of the COVID cases in this building, we've had to be checked every week, and they check our temperature and our O2 every day. But then once a week, every Friday, they've been checking, doing the nasal swab, and that tickles like heck. But at the same time, I'm glad they do it because last Friday I talked to the gentleman who is the case manager. His name is Bill. I said, "Now, am I under? Am I to understand that all of these have been coming? All of, of my tests with the nasal swab, that all of that's been coming back negative?" And he said, "Yes." I said, now that's something I can certainly praise God for. <laughs> yeah, as long as they keep you informed and you know, you know, what, what... I was thinking when they said, when they hadn't said anything for a while, I, they might be coming back negative and that if they do say something that possibly would mean that it would have come back positive. I even had a friend a while ago that I talked with, and I was thinking, it's not someone who has a computer, doesn't call in here, but this person, when I said my tests have all been coming back negative, and she said, you mean positive? And I said, oh, no, no, it's negative, because right. if it's positive, then that means that we positively got the virus or the disease or the whatever. And so you know, when they come back negative, that's when you, you can be as happy as a lark. Don't think that that it's gonna. I don't want them coming back positive, and and I said I'm sure you wouldn't either. So she got it after that, and I'm glad she did. She understood it. I mean, well, you're in a good place. At least they test it, 
and you're very well checked every week and somebody reads it for you. So you're in a better place than most for that's concerned. I guess I have to admit you're right, even though there are other things well, going on true. here that be nice if they'd stop. <laughs> well, no, that's true, too. But unfortunately, wherever we live, whatever we do, it's never perfect. Right. So thank you very much, Beth. Jeff, do we have anybody else? Oh, we got a few people here. So let's go with Joe Sorensen, and Pam will be next, and then Charles will be next. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. Good morning. Hi, uh, both Ellen and I, we we, we, were, we went to the old coffee club, like, and we're, there's something wrong with Zoom. And we thought, oh, it, it, it's all done with all things radio connection. Yeah, and I, Bill, I sent you an email. If you look at your email, just dump it because <laughs> right. that was that was a uh, uh, that was a duh on us. Duh on us. Yeah. We should have. But anyway, it it is 41 degrees. It says cloudy skies, but the sun is coming through here up to 54, 41 tonight. Something new. Five of my poems are not published in the New Yorker magazine January 6th. So we're making these slow steps forward in the land of publishing. Well, that's good, Joe. Anything else going on? Uh, Do you guys want your... COVID test, would you... How would you get I, yours read? Well, you could read yours, I guess, so... No, I can't. No, I can't. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I would actually not take the home kit because we don't have a way of uh, getting our results, so I think if we were to do that, I think we'd just go, like, go somewhere and have some somebody give us the test because of that situation right there actually the 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 unm clinic is actually quick back on um, may i'll never forget this may 28 2020 i had one because they, they, at that time they're asking as soon as you got to the gate they were asking these questions and i happened to and I, I didn't want the test but i answered one of those questions and i said yes i I did have a slight fever, so no, you got to have a test. And I, she gave me the test, and then the next day they called back with the uh, neg- negative results. But we, we, we actually don't have any any of those symptoms. And I realize they say that that you could get it even if you don't have those symptoms. But right now, I'm, I'm actually not not worried about a test. But we can, we 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 would just go basically to the. UNM clinic, and it, it's actually easier. So you've actually got a plan in place. Yes. Yeah, and, and you know, it's for me, and it's you know, it's it's actually safer that way. And the places that I go, I'm usually around people who are fully vaccinated anyway. So, you know, that's not that big a deal. Yeah. I just it's just I've got to think about that, and and I noticed that ACB was all over that because. Because I'm on the con- the conversation thing, and I'm like, like wow! I and I knew that was going to happen when that came out yesterday. So I was like, yeah, and, wow. and the other good news, we figured out my uh, email notification thing is off. So oh, it's, it, it is yeah. peaceful and, and marvelous. Only to go in there when when I want to go in there. I, I don't want to be interrupted. I went in. I went into settings and uh, and and just kind of followed that from the start menu. And I was able to turn that off for him. 
Very good. I guess um, that that leads to the next question, and and people can talk about this on the panel if they want to. Do you find yourself, if you've been vaccinated, and that's I'm, I'm telling you that's your own personal decision. I'm just asking the question here. Yes. Do you feel like you would prefer hanging or not getting mixed up with people who are in a home or several people who are not vaccinated or wearing masks? Does that make you uncomfortable? I, I, would, I would feel a little nervous, just, you know, but... It, I would have my mask there anyway, and and I would actually wear my mask just for my own protection. Actually, I I, I have a different opinion. I I'm just plain out not worried about it. I I I, I have to wear the mask. It's actually mandated, but I don't care who I'm with. I still want to reach out, shake hands, and hug people, and that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you know, hey, that's that's okay. That's what we asked for was an opinion. And everybody's entitled to their opinion. And we appreciate that, and we're glad you're in. Uh, who's next? All right, let's go to Kansas City, Missouri, and we'll say hello to Pamela Francis. Go ahead, Pam, unmute yourself. Okay. And Charles, you'll be next. I do believe I'm unmuted. You are. Go ahead. All right. Um, with reference to getting a test in the emergency room. Oh, yeah. Um, here, they are discouraging that because because of the spike and the surge that's going on across the country. We are almost out of ICU beds. We are out of room in the ER. And they're, they are saying that you cannot go to the ER just, to, just for the sake of getting a COVID test. Well, here in Albany, New York, Pam, we haven't been able to do that for years, for at least a year now or more. Um, what they're saying, Pam, at least here in Albany, and I said earlier on the show, is that if you want a COVID test, they're, they're telling you to go to your uh, local doctor or your uh, emergent care facility or, or whatever. So that's what they're saying here. Are they doing the same thing in, in, in Kansas City, Pam? Yeah. You, well, we have been able to get them in the ER, but here, here just with, with the most recent spike, they are out. They are out of supplies. They're out of testing kits. They're out of everything. I'm I mean, not sure that I'd want to go to the ER to, to get a test because, you know, I let's, say I, let's, let's say I was negative. Right. Uh, I didn't have the virus. All of a sudden, I go to the ER and I could get it from people in that ER. I think it's the I, worst I place would, to be. I would totally agree. I, so, Jeff, no. where would you go if you have to go tomorrow? If I had to go, I would go to the Albany Emergent Care Facility, which is right in my neighborhood. It's not an ER. It's a place where you, for urgent care or if, like, like if you have a cold or you have something that's not, you know. But that's where I would go if, if I had to. Um, so I would are not. they going to put you in with the general public and you walk in there and you say, oh, I think I got uh, COVID. Maybe I need to be tested. No, I don't. So, but there's no other alternative here, so I'm not really sure what I would I mean, you're right out there in the same... You- you also asked the question about whether or not uh, I, we would hang with anyone unvaccinated. Um, I, I think I would only because my son is unvaccinated. That doesn't necessarily mean I like it. But at the same time, we are all at some point in time going to get this virus. And I think we are ultimately going to come to herd immunity. 
Well, that could be, Pam. However, knowing your condition, knowing the things that you know about your own health and your compromised position this year, doesn't that worry you just a little bit? Oh, God, yes. So, I mean, why put my, yourself my own in... Health, fortunately, my, own, my health situation is, for the most part, corrected. However, at the same time, I also understand that there are... Uh, <laughs> There are reasons that I may wind up back in the hospital. Not well, you, you're in a different situation because of the problems you've had medically. You are immune, immunocompromised. And so I, I can understand uh, your concern also, Pam. And, and, and I agree with you. All right. Uh, Jennifer, what do, what, do you, what do you say? I say I don't, I don't really want to go it like real real closed-in places like restaurants with people because you don't know if they've been vaccinated or not, even though I have and I can wear my mask till I eat or whatever, but I try to stay away from them. At least in a house, you have a better chance of maybe being more more distant than if you get in a small room with a bunch of people. I don't want to do that. Right. Right. I mean, I, I, I you know, so I mean, just anybody else on the panel want to say anything before well, we we prefer to not hang with unvaccinated people if we can help it. The thing is, you don't always know, but we we prefer not to really. Yeah, that's just your opinion because you don't want it, and you don't. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, it's we, a tough call, Chris. I mean, Chris and Dave, because I like to go to restaurants as well. I mean. And I, I feel claustrophobic staying in my house all the time. I, 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 well, it's now, like being in a bubble, you know. I'm not saying we don't go to restaurants. I'm saying we prefer, if we know somebody's not vaccinated, we're probably not going to go to their house or have them over for hours and hours. Well, it kind of worries me going on a plane because they don't, they don't keep any open seats now. So you, you might be crammed into somebody right next to you for two or three hours that has it. And I mean, you got to do what you got to do because you got to live. But but all right, uh, do we have any more callers? Or we? Oh, let me just check here. No, I don't. I, I don't, don't see, any, see any. I don't see any hands raised. Okay. But there's still so much about COVID we don't know because I just know a family. Four people had it. Only one person had symptoms. Everyone else was either asymptomatic, went through it, had no problem at all. And, it is. It, it's an interesting disease in a sense, or an interesting virus, because there are so many variants. I mean, even if it's this, you know, the new Omicron variant. I mean, there are so many different variants within this within this thing that uh, it, I don't know that there's any way to treat this thing, Mike. Uh, it, it just, it just. What can I say? You know. Well, it can change so quickly, and like I said, Mike, does it bother you to? I, I'm sure you're not going to go out of your way, or but you're not going to. Does it make you feel uncomfortable if you knew four non-vaxxers were coming over, or five or six, to your house? Oh, yeah, very much so. Um, but I'm more tempered than I used to be. I mean, when it first hit, I was kind of paranoid. I don't think I went out of my home for about six months. You know, I yeah, had everything well, delivered, and I was always cautious about having things delivered and getting them out of their boxes and wrapping and stuff. But so 
no, I would not. Uh, I'm like Dave and Chris. I think a lot of people. I'm I'm on guard if I get a, if I see a large larger number of people in a small confined area. I don't feel there's good ventilation, or sometimes ventilation can actually spread it, but. I'm not so much worried about surfaces like we used to be. We realized it seems to be much more airborne. But, again, like you said, there's so many variants. But I'm going to try to avoid it. I'm going to make reasonable efforts to avoid it. But, you know, being realistic, you know, if you go to Walmart or go in a restaurant and you're going to pull your mask down and actually eat, you know, although I have been kind of avoiding restaurants. I mean, I usually drive through. But still could be a worker, you know. So, I mean, there's an uncertain inherent risk in living, so everyone has to do what's comfortable for them. I wish we could all well, be we, in a, a computerized. We in a, go in to a, restaurants. Oh, I'm sorry. We go to restaurants, but we try to go not during Saturday evening dinner or, you know, sometime when they're not not so busy. Right. I know the person that owns that gateway diner said, I, 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 as much as I'd love to follow every single guideline that they have, I, I would never be in business. And I have a business to run and I have bills to pay. I can't tell the person that owns that holds my mortgage I can't pay my bill because we didn't have the business. I mean, the bottom line is people, businesses have to survive. Cities are depending on the economy from the businesses within that city. And it's we, we have to somehow get out of this frame of mind that we can't go anywhere. I mean, the, I mean, I know that it sounds terrible, Mike, but what do you, what do you say about that? I mean, you know, we have to... Well, the only thing I still say, you have to use some reason, Jeff... It's not not a problem of not necessarily going any place or doing what you have to do, but if you know you're going to go into a room with ten or fifteen or twenty or thirty people who uh, may be tested positive or highly likely to to do that, why walk into a fire unless you have to? You got a point there. You I mean, I'm well, not telling you not to be. The, your question was, would you hang out with those yeah. people? And you know, the answer I would have for hanging out would be no. That doesn't mean stores and restaurants, right? Necessarily. Okay. Well, I'll extend it this way. Hang out. I mean, how uncomfortable if you know, and I know I've got some members of my family who. Say they're not getting vaccinated, no way, no how. Now, does that make you feel uncomfortable? I think maybe it does, and because you don't know who they've been with. They're, they're not vaccinated. You don't know who they're hanging around with, if they've been vaccinated or not vaccinated. You know, I, I get that. That That is, uh, and I think it's an individual choice that we all have to make, Bill. And that's, that's, that's. Right, uh, and I think that's points. right where, where, you know, Right where, you know, it gets I mean, I get to answer part of your question. I take some comfort in the fact that I've got all three, you know, both shots and the booster. So, well, I, I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like we've done everything we can do to protect ourselves. Basically, I, so I, you know, I will agree with you. Jenny and I had all three shots, too. But for about a week and a half, I was pretty sick. Now, I don't know. If I did, didn't, didn't, I didn't, wasn't tested because I didn't have all the symptoms, the doctor said. But I maybe had a virus like, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, 
it's maybe it's a good thing I had all three of those shots because then maybe you know well they say that if you get the virus even after you've had all three of those shots it's going to be a heck of a lot less a problem for you than it would be if you hadn't been vaccinated that's what they're always that's what they're saying over and over again oh yeah that you won't end up in the hospital die and I, 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 I was kidding around with my sister, and I, I've said this on the on the coffee club before, Jennifer. I said, "Well, I had five shots." She says, "What do you mean you had five shots? I had the three shots. I had the vaccines, the booster, and two shots of gin and tonic." So that 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 <laughs> that made my day. She she goes she goes, "I knew you were going to say something like that." Then she started to laugh. So at least I could get her laughing. But we do uh, have two hands uh, raised. Okay, yeah, let's go. We'll Fran, you'll be up next, and then Bill, you'll be after Fran. But ladies first. Go ahead, Fran. Hello. Uh, sorry about all this lawn work going in the background. But as far as making it hard for me to concentrate so loud. But anyway, as far as hanging around with people that don't have shots, I don't I don't want to do it. Um, you know, but you can't always ask everybody, oh, have you had your shot? Oh, then come on in. You know, <laughs> I mean, you have to kind of know. And I know that. Well, I think I'm in some ways I'm more worried about it than I was when it started because I know more people now that have had it. I don't know anyone personally who has died from it, but I know more people have had it. And even though I was scared, you know, in, in 2020 and, you know, 21, when, you know, where all that was going on, um, you know, I'll go to a restaurant or something like that, but I don't want to get too near people. No, I don't know. We're in stage five here, so I don't even know if the restaurants are open for business or, huh? They are. They are. You're in Texas. Nothing, he, you got that governor who doesn't believe in yeah, masks. Yeah, we, we, have, we have a governor who believes that uh, COVID is a hoax, you know. It doesn't matter how many people die. He says it's a hoax. But anyway, <laughs> don't get me started on te- Texas politics. <laughs> but here's the problem, friend. You live in an apartment complex, right? You have, you live in an apartment building, right? Yeah, it's so, a senior. Yeah. And and so you really don't know who's been vaccinated, who's not been vaccinated. So, you, I, I, you know, like I live in an apartment. But how do I know who's been vaccinated, who I've been near as I go through, as I go in the elevator, as I walk around the building? You know, you just don't know. You don't know, but you have to keep living your life, you know, in some way or another. And that's where you, Jeff, um, you know, uh, businesses have to do business and people, uh, you know, I don't know how we're going to do it. I understand the fear. I have some of it myself, but I will go out. We haven't gone out very much. Now, when it's down to a three, we're not, we don't feel so bad about it. But at a stage five, you know, they're, they're requesting that people stay home but don't have to go anywhere. And um, Metro Access says, you know, schedule, you know, schedule necessary trips. That doesn't mean they won't take you to a restaurant. They just want you to schedule just necessary trips to the doctor or whatever. Um, but if it goes down a couple of points, I'll be back in the restaurants again. But, you know, because there comes a point, and I noticed that, you know, when we were when we were um, quarantined or, you know, when we had to stay home and all that. And there's your health and then there's your mental health. And my mental health is taking a beating over just being, you know, in the house constantly and not, um, you know, uh, 
you know, missing my, my choir rehearsals and not being able to go anywhere. And then that was just driving but me nuts. You could be in the house, <clears throat> but there's nothing. Uh, I don't know if there's an area in your complex where you could sit down and there are chairs out there or anything like that. I mean, you could be outside. Yeah. I mean, that, that certainly is not going to hurt you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe. But, and you, and not like the Northeast, you're in an area where it's warm enough where you could still do that. Oh, yeah. Well, a little cold to do it now, but no, I, you know, but I don't usually like to go out sit out there if I'm not talking to somebody doing something. But that's just me. I want to go. You know, Gary would go out there. I want to go someplace. If I want to go someplace, I just don't want to go sit on a porch. I want to go somewhere. You know? <laughs> but that's just... like get out and get fresh air. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Because yeah. um, when we had to stay home, I was glad we were in Florida so much because I could at least get out in the sunshine. And... I bet you're yeah. missing the lanai right now, Jennifer, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's the answer to my question. I, I would not, you know, uh, if I happened to know that they had not had their virus, I probably would not want to. Um, I wouldn't probably want to have them over in my house or something. I, I'll, you know, I might see them somewhere like at a restaurant or something where we're apart. But uh, I'm not having them over my house. No. <laughs> Very good. So, right. you have been, your vote has been cast. Yes. Your vote we have, has we been have cast. a few hands still raised here. Okay. Let's go with four one four area code uh, Nancy. Um, Nancy. And, it's uh, Nancy yeah, Jane. Nancy, I know it's you. And, uh, there you go. Unmute yourself there. Go ahead, Nancy. Hi. Um I have um a, a couple things to say. Um I prefer being around people who are vaccinated, but at the same time, my sister chose not to be vaccinated, and she was here, and she's my sister, and I love her, and I was very grateful to have her here. As it turned out, she did have a COVID test before she came, and it was negative, so I felt really good about that. Actually, she had two different tests. Um, But I, I have some comments to make about being confined to at home because everybody um, seems to think that, well, it's a pain in the butt. Well, I've been confined at home now. It will be three years. And the only, I I would go out occasionally, but for the last two years, I literally have not been out of my house except for doctor's appointments. So here are some of the positives. If somebody else brings me a meal, (laughs) I can eat of it what I want and put the rest of it in the refrigerator. If I'm eating and have to go to the bathroom, I can actually get up and find my own bathroom and use it. If I get <laughs> vegetables like cauliflower and broccoli that are supposed to be uh, eaten with a fork, but they're too huge to cut easily, I can pick them up with my fingers and not feel self-conscious about it. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um <clears throat> I do fight things, spasms a lot these days. But anyway, um, I can, um, well, I can use my fingers if I need to and nobody's going to yell at me. (laughs) Um, One of the top things for me, though, because I have to wear oxygen, at least at home, nobody's going to stare at me or freak out. So those are some of the advantages of having to be at home. Um, And when I, I see the lung specialist next week and I've decided I'm going to present some of these that I see as positive options to him so that when people complain about not being able to go anywhere maybe they can find some positivity in those options like I've done Um, so I mean I'm not saying it's wonderful it's not at all but um, if you can 
find anything positive through the negative. Why not? Why not? So uh, our Milwaukee has just put a max mandate in again, <coughs> but they're not going to follow up on it <coughs> because they know very well that people have had it with masks in the restaurants and stuff. They'll leave it up to the individual business to take care of. But the one thing that does concern me, I've gotten it solved. But when I go into the hospital next week, um, that hospital requires anyone who comes in to wear an N95 mask. And uh, I guess if, they're not going to kick you out if you wear another kind of mask, but they really want the N95s. And I was uh, fortunate enough to get some, and so I don't worry about that. The one thing I like about the N95 mask that I have, um, it goes around your head rather than around your ears, and considering my cannula goes over my ears the way a pair of glasses would, I like the idea that this goes around my head instead. That way I can lower it to my neck and the mask is still on me, and then I can just lift the mask up and put my face into it. So um, I'm trying to look at what we can find for advantages, um, <clears throat> and that is definitely one. The other, it has a, uh, two, two straps that go around your head so, or neck, whatever, and I like that because if one strap breaks, then you've got the other one. Thank you much. Thank you very much, Nancy, for your opinion. N95 masks are much more comfortable, too. There is a difference between the KM95 and the M95, and I believe what I was told is that the KM95 masks are made in China, but I'm not sure if that's... Do you know the difference, Mike? Or Chris? There's a KN94 mask that's made in Korea. A lot of the K95s are N95s are made in China, but they're st if they're... They're still good. I mean, they're better than the cloth ones. Not quite as good as the N95s, but for a long time, they were a lot easier to find. By the way, and you'll find that those prices have gone up, too. Go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, I had read that the KM95s, there's a lot more fake masks around yeah. of, of that model. And uh, so they're saying to be careful, but... The ones that are good are good. I can't somehow. I can't get it reconciled in my mind. Made in China or China and mask and COVID. I, certified for China. Certified yeah. for China. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'm going to go to well, China. Maybe we all ought to wear spacesuits where our body is fully enclosed in the movie. Maybe. I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe, maybe, maybe that'll do it. I don't know, but thank you, Nancy, for. Your your opinion. We appreciate iPod that. iPod Touch, otherwise known as Pierre. You're next, and Bill, you'll be next. Go ahead, Pierre. Unmute yourself, please. Yeah, the way uh, you were talking about, Jeff, about having, like one of these after-hour clinics or emergency care clinics, the way they do it here is you drive up in the parking lot. They come out to the car. They do all the paperwork at the car. Then you sit in the car and uh, and they call you when it's time for you to go in. So there's never more than uh, two or three people in the building at one time. So you just don't go in there and sit, right? You just don't. You just can't walk in. There's a phone number, a big sign with a phone number, and you dial that number and tell them you're there for a COVID test. 
and what if then you don't have a car? Uh, well, then what you, if you don't just have a messed car? up. You just <laughs> messed, messed up. up. Like, uh, like, <laughs> that's like, a problem. Like, like uh, Teresa the other day, she was getting ready to have a colonoscopy. Well, they require Ooh. here that you uh, have a COVID test before you have any procedure at the hospital. Well, my uh, my uh, nephew's wife brought her and uh, in the car, and they just drove. You know, it was one of those drive-in ones, and uh, you just stayed in the car, and they took her right there. She was in line maybe ten minutes and back home. That's but, pretty uh, good. Get your COVID and get your uh, uh, other tests done right at the same time. Right, and but uh, you know, uh, as far as unvaccinated people no i will not uh i will not get in a room with a bunch of unvaccinated people no uh in fact at christmas we went to my nephew and there was about 20 30 people there a lot of them i didn't know and we were outside on his on his patio the whole time but Teresa and i wore our masks the entire time we were there except he you know uh well, you got to protect yourself, Pierre. Nobody's well, going to do it for you. Exactly. That, that's it. I mean, uh, uh, I've been vaccinated. You know, I've been boosted, and I wear a mask. That's all I can do. Right. I, you know, I, that's all you can do, and that's no guarantee, is it? No, it's not. And, I mean, uh, I mean, there are people that coming down with COVID now that have no idea where they got it, you know. And, but no, I'm not trying to, because I've got some who do not believe in taking the shot. Well, you know, go ahead. No, you go. Like, uh, like if you're in Walmart or Walgreens or something like that, you're not around any one person for more than probably three or four seconds passing them in the aisle or whatever. So, you know, I don't worry about that like that. What I worry about is getting in a closed-in room with a bunch of people and you don't know if they're vaccinated. Or they might... You don't know whatever else they have. They might have the flu or a bad cold because some people don't stay home for anything. They think they need to get out and spread it. Right. Spread it. We've we've known people who are unvaccinated. And also tested positive and wanted to roll in over here. Uh, I don't think so. That's that's deliberately doing it. It's one thing if you truly don't know. But if you truly know, and you're, that ought to be against the law. Yeah, in fact, I read a news story uh, last week about uh, they were having a family reunion. And there was one member of the family that knew they had tested positive, but they went to the reunion anyway, and they gave it to their grandma, and the grandma died. Now, mm. that person should be prosecuted. Yeah, no question. What do we call it, prop murder by COVID, Pierre? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but if you knowingly, knowingly, if Jeff knew and he went over and said, Oh, I'm going to go visit my kids, and I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to go to the Gateway Diner, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this to as many people as I can. That that is a that is that is a crime. I I, I totally agree with you, and I'm wondering. Here's another thing that that's very controversial. But what if you get sick with COVID and you haven't been vaccinated, 
and you know that if you could be vaccinated that you may not get it or it may give it to you less should 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 our government and this is a question that 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 is that has come up on other talk shows should our government be responsible for paying your medical bills that's a very difficult question to answer yeah, it is. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll answer the question this way, Jeff. If I work for an employer and the employer comes to me and says, Bill, you really need to take this shot, blah, 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 blah. Or, and then they and then I don't take it and I don't take it. And then they finally say, well, you've got to. You've got to show proof of tests or whatever, and we're not going to pay your medical expenses because you're choosing not to um, not to take the care that could prevent this. That is a very difficult one to answer. I don't know, Pierre. Uh, I would think as an employer, I might say, I offered you this, this, and this, and you keep refusing. I think the Supreme Court will make them do it, though, because they're already trying, they're already going along with the people that don't want to get vaccinated and saying that shouldn't be a requirement of their employment. Well, they, the the other part of the court, court ruling said also, Jennifer, that though, that that it, that health workers can be required to be vaccinated. And the, the the rub here that the court was saying is, businesses aren't getting federal are aren't getting federal money, and uh, and they have a right to run their business the way they see fit. And that's what the court said in its ruling two weeks ago. But Jeff, would you want? Uh, okay, say there uh, you worked for this company and there were fifty people in the office, and they said, uh, you know. Uh, well, I, I don't think I'd want to go to work knowing, not knowing whether these uh, 50 people I agree with you, Pierre. But then I just got a message from Jr. a while ago. He says, what about people, and, and this is another thing. No, and here's the other thing. Over. What about people who have fake vaccination cards? And that's been going. That's been that was a, that was a big yeah. thing a few months ago. What about well, those? Uh, all I'm going to say to them, Mr. Jr., some of your football players who did the fake IDs, who did everything they could to lie to get out of it, they should be fined as high and whatever they need to do to be punished. You've they got it, Bill. They should yeah. be. Punished. And that tennis player Djokovic got kicked out of Australia, and he thought that because he was a famous sports hero and sports person, that he had the right to not be vaccinated. But the, and the and the people in Australia they supported the Australian government. Right. Thank you. So they took it we have seriously. One, yeah. Go I'm ahead. sorry, Bill. No, you go ahead, Jeff. We have one more hand raised. Thank you, Pierre. Bill, uh, unmute yourself, please. Uh, out in Chicago, you always have such words of wisdom. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, he has words. I agree. If, yeah, well, I I agree. I well, here in Chicago and Cook County, you now have to prove with a vaccination card, and you have to wear the mask to go in any restaurant, any bar, any place. The only place they don't require it is like a food store or Walmart or somewhere like that. But Walmart does recommend wearing masks. The stores do, but they can. They will not admit you. If you go to a restaurant, don't, don't show your proof of vaccination and wear a mask. They will not let you go in the restaurant at all or the bar because there's been a, been three of them already fined here that that got fined for ten grand for letting people in that had either no vaccination card or fake card, and so they they really clamped down on it here. See, the, the problem is, no, yeah. No thing. And they, the other thing is, 
Uh, no, I wouldn't go around a bunch of people either that I knew that were not vaccinated. But I really, I've been vaccinated. I wear the mask. I we go, I go to restaurants and I've been to the shopping mall, the stores, and things like that. And as far as doctors uh, here in Northwestern, where I go, they tech you or let you know you can't show up. You can't show up before 15 minutes before your appointment. You go in, and if you're in a big waiting room, which they do have big waiting rooms here, you have to space yourselves out. And you may you may go in there, and there might be one other person sitting in there in this room that's maybe 50 by 75 or something like that. And the chairs are spaced out, and they may have one side of the room, you're on the other side of the room. But I don't worry too much about uh, stores and stuff because the ventilation is ventilation, which you got to really worry about. The ventilation keeps moving. And it's just, I mean, and also I think if someone does know they're tested positive and they go around and someone passes it, yeah, they should be either some kind of fine or, or uh, some kind of 30 days in the, in the as you want to might say, the old hooskow, <laughs> and for, for a punishment. Because if you purposely did that, I mean, it's, it's no different than, than uh, walking up and, and throwing something in somebody's face and you blind the guy. Well, that's a crime. It's, it's no different. You're, you're committing a crime. You're, pat, you're, you're giving it to someone else. And, of course, right. people don't realize this, this, this virus, it's a coronavirus. And a coronavirus is nothing but a corona is nothing but a common cold. And the flu, there's just a higher strain of it. That's why we're never going to get rid of it. It's going to be, it's going to be with us for a long time because it just keeps generating they, itself. They would be like typhoid, Mary. Right, right. Because yep. you know the common cold, people get usually get a common cold or something, but then it may go into pneumonia. It could go into something else. Well, it's, you know, or it could go into the flu. I mean, it's all the same, same coronavirus. It's just the different stages and different you know, how it. It does so many things to you that the cold doesn't do. Like they, something well, yeah, I read I mean, the other like day else, right. said that it, if you have long COVID or whatever they call it, it does more damage to your brain than Alzheimer's. Oh, Ooh. yeah, right, right. Oh, I hey, the only bad thing about the COVID virus is that there's now a shortage of liquor. So if you want to buy ju- bottles of gin or bourbon or stuff like that, uh, they may be harder to find and they may be more pricey. Oh, I got, oh. I got, a, I got, a, I got a test for you. This is real quick, and I got off here. This is real quick, Jeff. I got a test for you to test to see if you got Corona or, or you got the virus or not. I told Bill this the other day. You pour a glass of wine, you smell it. If you smell the wine, okay. You taste it. You taste it, okay. So drink about ten of those like that and if you and then when you go to sleep the next morning you wake up and i got a headache and i don't feel good so you start the test all over again <laughs> i like that I, that that i can do that with gin and tonics bill that, that, that's the same that thing I, I like that's very very good i like that uh, did y'all see in canada did y'all see in canada where uh they uh one one place in canada passed a uh thing that uh you uh in order to get into a liquor store or a pot dispensary, you had to have a, 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 a proof of vaccination card. And th- their uh, vaccines went up from 1500 a day to 6000 a day. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes, if that's what it takes to get these people to to take their shots and to be more safe, hey, Whatever it takes. You know what I mean? Do whatever it takes 
to get you know, them. Mike, are you still here? Yes. I want to talk to you about this. Tell me what you think of this. I talked about it before you got into the coffee club. Uh, um, and they're they're talking about people who lose their sense of smell with this thing. And it's called, as, as, I think it's called Asmobia or, some, or, or, or whatever. And, they, and there are people who are actually talking about aromatherapy to get your smell back quicker. You will get your smell back most of the time, you know, if you've had the virus. And you, and you inhale, but not deeply, just enough to get it into your nose. Four different scents. Clove, lemon, rose, and, uh, and, and, and I've got the other one. Clove, lemon, eucalyptus. and eucalyptus. Have you heard about this, Mike? Yeah. I heard that. I did hear, I, what did I say, 1.6 million people who had COVID take at least six months to get their smell back. And, and like you said, you get certain smells, but not all of your smells or some things smell different than they used to. I know smelling clove would make me sick. That would either cure me or ruin me for good, but I can't stand clove. But many a ruin of a great Thanksgiving or Christmas ham with those cloves. But oh, yeah. But, uh, I feel about that more like Chris does about cheese, but I don't know. But I hadn't heard that, but 1.6 million people, and I do know someone that did that in a few months. It took them to even get their sense of smell back. So that's interesting that they have specific aromas that can help that. It's Well, they're talking about that, and it's, if you go on YouTube, now, of course, not everything you have to see on YouTube, you got to believe. But about this, 99% this, of these. But these were, this was done by a, by a doctor, and they were, they were talking about studies from uh, various medical people who were doing studies on this. I mean, I have lost my sense of smell, Mike, but again, it's coming back. But I that is that is a serious impairment for someone who doesn't see because you know you think of times you've lost your sense of smell, how much you realize rely on that sense. Well, I mean, I yeah. what if I what if I cook and 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 I didn't have smoke detectors, I could burn. What if I burn my house down or something like that? If, you know, you, you you don't realize it, but you know, I but I made chicken last night, Mike, and I could I could actually smell the chicken, but I couldn't smell the, the weaker sense, but. Could so, you taste the chicken? I could taste it. Yes, I could. Now, when I, when I first got advantage. this thing, I couldn't taste When I tasted my coffee, it tasted like hot water. But now it tastes like coffee. So obviously it's a slow process, right? And you said that earlier, right? Am I correct about that, Mike? Yeah, it's different for different people. But I found it interesting that certain people, they have most of their sense of smell, but certain things don't smell the same anymore. <laughs> right. That literally alters what that smells like. That, and they talk about we have to retrain you like orange. Someone talked about it in a YouTube video, tasted getting an orange, and he knew it was fresh because he had just bought it from the supermarket. But he tasted it; it tasted rancid. Yeah, just just couldn't couldn't get it. Um, I don't know this. This has really been, you know, an interesting topic, and hopefully, we presented it in a way that people don't take offense or get. Um, you know, we're just trying to speak honestly and what we think. And notice the word we. We're not speaking for, not for the whole country or not for whatever. This is clearly just our opinions and your opinions. And it's nothing meant um, personal. And, and we'll just have to keep on what we're doing and hopefully maybe we've we've turned the corner and all these cases will go down i don't know they keep saying that but it um 
Well, at least in New York State, they're going down. Oh, by the way, Chris and Dave, I, even though I can't smell them, I can sure taste them. So don't don't even try to sneak peas and lima beans to me. Oh, we're gonna. Okay, we will. <laughs> you need those peas and. I kind of figured you'd say that, guys. They're they're good for That's you. That's the the new thing, Jeff. Is the only way you're going to get your smell back is by eating <laughs> lima beans. No, thanks a lot, Tim. <laughs> That's funny, Tim. Well, well, Jeff, you could send Chris a day of a nice platter of cheese. She, oh, yes. From Wisconsin or somewhere. Yes, yes. Dave would take it, but I wouldn't. Melted and, cheese. And I even have this horseradish cheddar cheese, which I love. And that'll clear your sinuses that sounds up. sounds good. Well, that'll it, clear it is, some. it is very, very good, Tim. It might clear more than your sinuses. Yeah, but you I might think be right. Got you. I Gary, think we... un- un- unmute yourself. You have your hand raised, and then we'll go back to Bill. I think he has his hand raised again. Go ahead, well, Gary. Well, Jeff, I will, as a special service to you, I will uh, check your, be sure you don't have lima beans or peas on your plate until you get your sense of smell back. So Thank you. I'll very... be happy to help you dump those peas right where they need to go. And, and, and if I ever know. get to Austin, can I visit you guys? Because I have been vaccinated. Is that okay yeah, with so you guys? Always, yeah, you can visit us. And, uh, we She's probably have... expect me to cook for you. <laughs> <laughs> so we... Thanks a lot, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fran doesn't cook for me either. <laughs> we'll love pizza. Dig. Yeah. And, uh, but... I even like anchovies online. But, I do too. Uh, I love them. <laughs> so Jeff and Frank can have anchovies. I'll let them eat it happily. I went uh, to Panera Bread last by. week. I mean, I had them deliver from uh, through uh, Uber Eats. I had a Panera Bread deliver, and they actually have a flatbread pizza that's very, very good. It had pepperoni on it, and pepperoni and sausage. I've never tried their stuff. Yeah, it, I've it was, never lived geographically near a Panera Bread. I'll have to see if they're on. Uh, I haven't seen them here locally on. Uh, I think Uber they're on DoorDash. Eats. Oh, they're on DoorDash. Okay. I think. Here they're on DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber Eats. Yeah, they, they probably got them. the worst bread you ever wanted to eat was Panera Bread. That's the hardest bread. Remember that one we got, Jenny, in Florida? Oh, that soup bowl or whatever, and it came in the bread, and the bread was so hard. You had to take a knife and an extra sharp knife, a sharp, oh, a sharp knife just to thing. get the bread to cut. It was, uh, I said, how are you supposed to eat this stuff if you can't even cut it? Um, but most of their other stuff is good, though. I like sourdough I don't know. They have a macaroni and cheese a, a sandwich with macaroni and cheese. I've never had that before. I mean, that's that's got to be interesting. Wow. Have any of you heard that Instacart's, uh, they're adding to their repertoire prepared meals, which makes sense because they're just working, I think, with restaurant or uh, No, they're working, with super, they're working with the supermarkets, at least here. Right. So if I want prepared yeah. meals, I can get all of that stuff from Hannaford, which yeah. is right near me. Well, they say it's cheaper than going to the restaurant to get it, supposedly. Uh, we have a store here, our local grocery. They have a lot of uh, these meals you throw in the oven, cook it for 15 minutes, and they're done. They are really good. I mean, you they have uh, no, I, good quality can, meat, vegetables, and stuff. In I, them. I, I, can, I, I can get that. I can get into that. I notice my cooking's not any better when I come back and start cooking again. That's not improved. I my figured, cooking is horrible. Uh, yeah, I you just maybe. haven't developed my technique, Bill. you got to tell Jennifer about that your hands are too weak. Yeah, you and your... That doesn't work for Gary. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Jeff and his hands. Je- Jennifer, I already, I'm, slow, I'm looking at you right now, Jennifer. You've got that look It's going to kill me. Am I right, Jennifer? Uh, uh, <laughs> no. His hands too weak. We got one more hand. Uh, we do. Hold on a second. 
<laughs> Bill, did you want to say something again? Unmute yourself, please. <laughs> yeah, real quick. It's never, it's never quickly. Why do you say that? It's never quick. Go yeah. ahead anyway. Yeah. Well, you, you guys mentioned orange juice a little bit ago. Did you see the price of orange juice is going up because they've got a, a yeah. virus or some kind of mite in the orange trees, and, and a lot of people have cut down their orange groves because, you know, you've got 50 acres of orange trees, and your land is valued, say, at $10,000. Well, the trees are there. Some developer comes on and offers you uh, $50,000 an acre for your land, or you're going to get rid of the orange trees if you're not making much money selling oranges, because I saw orange juice may go much as eight bucks a gallon. That's going to ruin the screwdriver yeah, in the bars. Right. And, it's, it's going to be, and also eucalyptus. Uh, we used to use, where I worked, we had eucalyptus because I worked you know, in the massage physical therapy area, and we had steam room. And we used to put eucalyptus in the steam Yeah, it room. smells great. And, I love it. And I love well, that yeah, smell. And it used to, used to be great because I used to go in there, and I swear it kept me from catching colds or getting getting the flu or anything. Well, I'll tell you, if you sniff eucalyptus, I, I was a member of a health club, and they had the sauna, and they had the steam room with eucalyptus, and it cleared your sinuses. Oh yeah, right. It it helps. It helps, right? And and it, but no, that's just and and as far as oh, talking about deliveries, you guys mentioned Instacart. Now they're starting a new thing here. I think it starts this spring when the weather breaks. I think they got it in New York City. I heard they say it's going to move here. They're going to start delivering meals on bicycles, and you can get your meals within five minutes mm-hmm. for delivery from stores. It, it won't cost you anything. It's going to be some new deal they got going. I heard it the other day. Our advertiser is going to be starting here in the spring. Well, they better do uh, something about the price of groceries, Bill, because I can tell you <laughs> I had three bags of groceries, and I can't little, believe it. Yeah, yeah, the other day, my daughter said she walked by, uh, I think it was in a store she was in, I think it was Myers, and she happened to walk by the meat counter. They had 85% ground beef, $9.15 a pound. Yeah, I, I tell you what, that's going to change all kinds of things in this country is the price of foods and, and all that kind of stuff. So we can talk about all these other problems and whatever, but when you start messing around with people's pocketbook and their money, uh, boy, that does a lot of things. Hey. Oh yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna care. make it's gonna make a big difference. I mean, because right now, I mean, you might call it hoarding, but if I see something like my daughter and I will, or she especially, she really watches prices. And she she came in the other day, and she they had uh, it's Italian beef comes in big containers. They sell it at uh, Myers and different places. And it's got some kind of sauce, but you can put barbecue sauce on it. We make sandwiches out of it. Well, she it's usually around eight dollars a container. Well, it's one up, but they had a markdown yesterday. She bought two big containers of it and I put it in the freezer because it's already frozen, and they had a markdown to five dollars. So she's grabbed up two of them quick. I mean, are they limiting you how much? Boarding. Are they limiting how much yep. you can take in the store at this point, Bill? Some places they are. Yeah, you know, some places. And there for a while, I use uh, Cascade in my dishwasher, you know, the powder. And I was running low, and there was about three weeks there, you couldn't even find it. I so they put bought it my Cascade. They, I have the action packs. They're tablets you put in your, in your dishwasher, and right, I bought right. a whole I, bunch. I use, I, yeah, I just use the powder stuff, you know. But but I uh, but I saw, we, we went by, I think it was, I think we were in Menards. And they had it in Menards you know, about a week or so ago. So I just bought up four boxes. There was no limit on it. 
so it was it was a reduced price and they had it for four you know four bucks four bucks so i mean you know some people say it's hoarding but you're going to start hoarding some stuff when you see stuff marked down to where you think well that's really a good buy and if you're going to use it anyway yeah you're going to use it right right you're going to use it right that's the thing and if you if it can be frozen and kept that's another thing you know you you wouldn't want to buy two big containers italian beef and you're not going to eat it maybe for a month or the second one may go bad you know but put in the refrigerator but you, you can freeze them that helps but no the price of stuff is is ridiculous nowadays i mean I don't, I don't get it. No, I don't. You know, the pigs are still out there, the cows are still out there, the steers, all this stuff's out there. But it just, I don't know. But and of course, I can see, I can see the vegetables in that, some of that stuff, because, you know, some people say, okay, I'm not going to get into this political thing, but the border, okay. We had migrant workers coming across the border for years, and they had to go back. Well, of course, it was back then, and it was still the same, it's cheaper labor. So the farmer, he would bring those people in to pick the lettuce, the tomatoes, and all that stuff, because we did it. We, we grew tomatoes by the acres, and we, we had two Mexican families that come up, and they would come up, and they would they would stay. We had houses for them. They'd stay in the house, and, and when the season was over, they'd go back. Well, nowadays, it's hard to do that because, you know, just things with the that so the farmers it's not getting the stuff done I mean they, they can't find the help and no one wants to work I I blame that on the American people themselves especially our young people if they don't have a job sitting behind a desk sitting at a keyboard and not sweating they're not going to work so my theory is I was born and raised in a farm I worked and if you want to eat you got to go get the stuff picked. You got to get it in. I don't care what you say. If you don't, if you don't pick it, they're going to plow it under. It's going to rot, and they're going to use it anyways. So the guy farming it, he loses money. So he's going to sell and quit and sell his land to some developer, the 50 acres or whatever it is, to build a couple big apartment buildings or something on it. And he's going to make his a million dollars for the land or something, and he's going to live okay. Well, the poor guy in the city. That didn't get out there and want to work or help or anywhere else, you're going to starve or you're going to have to pay the price. Used to be an old adage, Bill, that says those who do not work do not eat, but it doesn't seem that way anymore. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, no, that's it right. doesn't. That's right. right, right, right. I mean, I, there you, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I guess I was, I was born and raised the old way. I was born and raised one, well, one step of homage. Man, so was, when, was, when you were a kid, you you walked the fifty miles to school, right? No, I'm just kidding you, Bill. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Forty-five. Uh, by I'll the way, I'll tell, you though, I'll, I'll tell you though, when I did start school, because uh, I, well, I went away to ISB then in the, in the fifth grade, but my first four years, <laughs> I rode a school bus. It was picked me up that my all my mother's, my all my aunt and uncles on my mother's side rode that same bus. And that was in 1946 to 1950. I rode that bus every year. And in the wintertime, it was so cold in that bus. We used to open the windows to heat the bus up in the wintertime because it was an all-metal bus. The buses were the metal seats and everything. And that, no lie, we'd sit in there with their big heavy coat, gloves, and we'd crack the windows to open the, to, to heat the bus up because they didn't have a heater. 
true. That was no lie. It was warm. It was warmer outside than it was sitting inside that bus. <laughs> I think we got another hand or two here, guys. Okay. Yes. Uh, thank you, Bill. Charles in Baltimore, Maryland. Go ahead, Charles. Yeah, sorry, I had to move. I had to get get away the other time there because I had things to do. Sorry about that, but I, I do want to add one thing to the conversation, and then I want to give a compliment. Um, first of all, um, here's another saying: If you don't work, you don't have. And sometimes some of the people that are that haven't worked, I've seen this a little bit to a certain degree. There's a little envy there. Um, you know, they want to live the same lifestyle that people have worked. But, you know, it doesn't always work out that way. It's better now than it used to be, I suppose, you know, when they, when you consider the Section 8 housing, although a lot of it's not really cracked up to what it's supposed to be. But it does keep a roof on on your head and air conditioning and whatnot. People just got to learn to take care of it. Now, um, I do want to give a compliment while I'm thinking about it. Uh, this is for Jeff. Uh, last week, I left it on your um, option two there. Um, you know, I really like the way that you um, spoke to us, you know, about our favorite stations last week and such. Um, you know, it's a lot of warmth in that. Warmth in that. I can't say that word right. But anyway, um, you know, that's a shame that with the Flying Dutchman, um, that there's nothing in, and I've looked up, I haven't seen anything from WFBR about it either. I think it's too bad, um, but that's the way these things go. But also, what about uh, Johnny Walker? You ever heard of him? And of course, we all know Dr. Demento. He does have something up there regarding uh, Baltimore on WFBR. So, well, who's okay, Johnny? So. Who's, tell, tell me who Johnny Walker is, and I'll look him up because I've, I've there are um, a lot of other a lot of name radio names that call themselves Johnny Walker. So, okay, he was he worked in the, in the early. 70s on WFBR. He was the morning guy. Um, he had, like, he had a, he used to have a special uh, program, I guess it was recorded, on Saturday afternoons where he'd play the um, certain artists or certain, um, certain uh, like, a 2020 countdown or something like that. You know, 20 from today and 20 from a certain year. But he was, you know, really well known in Baltimore. Um, he was, a, I guess he went to work in other places. His um, his real name was, was something different. He died um, later in the, I think, 90s, maybe. Um, and he was good. And, you know, they don't make radio like that, uh, like they used to. Charles, I will definitely. I, this is not all things radio. I, I, I don't want to bore some of the listeners. Right, I, I know. Promi- I, I promise you, I will. I will try to find any air checks that I can of him, and we'll see what we can do for a future all things radio broadcasts. Okay. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to give you your compliment. Uh, you know, so I don't forget. Thank, well, you, thank Charles. you, Charles. You're welcome. Let's see, Tim. Do we have anything from? The recorded phone line. Did you see anything? Yeah, we're missing. Yeah, hello. No. <laughs> okay. No. Um, there's nothing so far, at least. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Hold on. Re- there's requests for me. But that's yeah. all. Oh, okay. Who's saying hello? 
Oh, this is uh, Don out of North Hollywood. Okay. I'm sorry if I interrupted somebody. Well, you, uh, you, 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 okay, you go ahead. But normally we ask people to unmute themselves and raise your hand by hitting star. But that's star okay, run. Don. Go right ahead. Buddy. Go ahead, Don. Yeah, unfortunately I don't have Zoom. I'm trying to get that. And uh, so I'll be able to work under the, the rules of the house there. Well, you have a touchdown uh, phone, and so go ahead. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, my, uh, my fiancé and I are here this morning. Uh, I wanted to ask a question about a guy you talked about in one of the other shows here a while back. Uh, you remember uh, a couple weeks ago they had that big uh, firestorm there north of uh, Denver, there in Boulder, around Boulder, Colorado. And there was a guy that lived in that area who did uh, the uh, had this uh, product called the Unseen Bean. And uh, anyway, uh, Sandy here, she she knows that guy, and we were just curious to know if you'd heard anything about him, whether you know he was still okay and everything, because he lived in that area. I have no idea. I don't know, Tim. Do you know? Because he didn't know either. I've. I don't know. Uh, it's something I think we could look up, though. And, no, I don't know, Bill. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, if you can. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, if you can look up or find anything out uh, about how he is and that kind of thing. Now, like I say, Sandy grew up with a guy. He used to live out here. And then uh, he moved uh, back uh, to Colorado at some point. What kind of product is it? Um, uh, coffee. It's coffee, yes. Coffee, uh, okay. Ground coffee, I guess. Oh, okay. Is he a blind guy? Oh, yes, yes. He's totally blind, and he makes his own coffee. He sells it. It's called the Unseen Bean. Well... I will. He has a logo. Yeah, I'm. Oh, gonna... the dog on. Yeah, sorry, Sam. <laughs> I'm going to do some looking. Jeff, why don't you talk for a minute to Don, okay. and I'm going to well, do some looking. Well, the unseen bean. I mean, I've never heard of it myself, but then again, uh, I know there's there are other blind people who have been selling coffee. Does he have a website, Don? Uh, I think he might have. Okay. Uh, I've never seen it well, or anything. Well, but, Don, uh, well, I think that's the name of the website, isn't it? The unseen, unseen bean. bean. Yes. Yeah. Unseen bean, yeah. Coffee that'll curl your hair after you've drank it, so. <laughs> no, it's when you drink. Oh, he's a roaster. Well, I don't know. I've never tasted it. He's a roaster. His Jennifer knows him. On the lake I haven't, yeah, you know, I've got a lot of. I've his website before because so I've Here it is theunseenbean.com. Okay, Michael's on it. I mean, if anything had ever happened to him, we haven't heard about it here because then I get I belong to a lot of lists with visually impaired people on them, and I have, that certainly hasn't made any of the lists that I'm on. So, but it looks like he's still going in business. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So Just remember, Don. Okay. The well, anyway, the, uh, the stronger the coffee, the better, Don. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, anyway, uh, we'll uh, duck out of here. But uh, she wanted to know if you got you uh, had. Uh, heard any more about him because that's you know that big fire is where is uh, approximately where he was living 
Well, we uh, he probably had a lot of roasted beans that day. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> we'll, but we're looking it up right now. But it looks, based upon us looking on the websites, it looks like there's no problem. Okay. All right. Well, we'll uh, check out here uh, if we okay, interrupted Dennis, anything. Andy? We should no, uh, definitely apologize on that. <laughs> no apology needed. No apologies needed. Um, let's see what time it is, guys. You know, it's time for me to have ago. something to eat. What do we got, Chris? We have pigs in a blanket. It's another appetizer for the Super Bowl. And okay. It's real short and real easy. This is pigs in a blanket, and it is actually uh, a Pillsbury recipe, so I want to give them credit. Eight fully cooked sausage links, and you can buy them already cooked if you want to, or you can cook your own, whichever you prefer, and you can use the regular or the maple. One can, eight-ounce Pillsbury refrigerated crescent dinner rolls. Three-fourths cup of maple-flavored syrup, and if you use the maple sausages, you may not want to use that, but anyway. Then all you have to do is preheat your oven to 375, unroll the the crescent rolls into triangles, and wrap one triangle around each link sausage, and take your fingers and seal the dough as best you can. Place it seam side down on an ungreased cookie sheet. I would recommend either using a little silicone under it or a piece of parchment paper and just bake them 12 to 15 minutes. And if you want the syrup, you can dip them in it. If you don't, then you don't need the syrup. That sounds good, too. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah, I like those. I've also done the same with crescent rolls. You can. I've also done the same recipe with canned biscuits, and they're good that way too. I'm ready for food. So what? 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 What are you making us all for lunch today, Chris? Soup and chicken salad sandwiches. Oh, with lima beans on the side. Yeah. Yeah. For you. Sounds good. Yeah, butter beans. (laughs) Butter bean soup. She's making butter bean soup. We're split pea soup. I am. I am really With, with black. Black-eyed pea sandwiches. I am yeah. really sorry I ever mentioned this to you guys. <laughs> You'll never let me live this down. <laughs> you know, I, I can say, I can honestly say this though. I don't like pea soup. I never did, but uh, I like peas, but I'm not not. So soup. you don't like pea soup with the ham bone in it and the ham in no, it and stuff like that. Don't care for that. I like the ham, but uh, not in the soup. Well. You know, I can understand that. And I know, Chris, you wouldn't like that baked French onion soup with the cheese on top and all no. that stuff. But uh, you mm. might like the onion soup without the cheese, but not with the cheese. I'm not crazy about cheese onion sets it soup. Off, though. Oh, Do what, Jenny? The cheese sets it off, though. Yeah, it is so good. That cheese that bubbling is up is so good. <laughs> my mom always said that is what makes that soup if you brown the cheese on top till it's a little bit crunchy and stringy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think so. I'll pass. Well, my recipe is you eat everything you can get your hands on. <laughs> we got chicken salad from Sam's the other day, and it is good. You know, I had bought chicken salad good. last week from Aldi's, and it was excellent. Excellent. Yeah, theirs is good, too. And I had, I still have like one spoonful left I'll, I'll have to, for lunch Oh, today. no wonder you can't hear me. What are you going to have? What kind of soup are you going to have? 
Dave's going to have mushroom and I'm going to have tomato. Tomato soup, and I like to take those saltine crackers and crunch them up and, and crumble them up and put them in the soup. That's that is that's quite good. Well, that's What's the, the only kind of soup that crackers we've in been soup? getting from someplace that it tastes like it has no salt. It tastes like it has nothing in it. Ew. Well, check your can. It may be no salt. No salt. No soup added. I think it's it's not too good. I want a little bit of taste to my soup. You know what they say, Dave? If it says low fat, no fat, reduced fat, reduced everything else, they always it taste terrible. But that, but that's... I, it is. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm not so big on that. We'll probably have some adventures to tell you about our flight tomorrow. I'm sure we will. What oh, time do you oh, leave? We or fly, rather, what time do you get there? Uh, three o'clock. No, three. Three. Three o'clock. Okay. Well, good luck. Well, well, hopefully everything will work well. And we've got our AM95s, and I think we're as prepared as we can be. And we might have refrigerator stories next week. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe we ought to take bets on what are the chances of Bill being back in time to be on all things radio. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Dave might have to run it. <laughs> uh, I would, unless there's some kind of serious plane issue, I don't think because we've got three hours. Well, do this oh. before you, even before you go to the airport. Make sure you check that airline and make sure they haven't canceled the flight because that's been the big problem these days. Well, yeah. yeah it is. Interrupt. Uh, they charged sure enough. They better not cancel don't have yep. one. Only thing you might worry about is the five G. They've back. agreed to turn it off for now. Yeah, that's yeah. not going to yeah. be. And enough. you know what? And they're also true. saying that that five G is a myth in a way. Other countries are doing oh, the know, same I thing know, and don't I'm have just, a problem. Just, so I'm just saying they may turn it on just for Bill. You know, right. I still haven't figured out why. After all this time, they still make you turn your wireless off on the plane. Like you think you're far enough away. You think now that wouldn't have anything. Plane to it's still the signal. It's still the radio signal. It's the radio signal that will interrupt their their transmission as a reception. Even though you're in the plane, you may be 15 feet away. The signal's still there. You know, the, 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 the signal from your electronic stuff, your cell phones and, and all that stuff you use, that signal's still penetrating the airplane no matter where it's at. I mean, you know, the radio signals and... and yeah, but they say they've done the studies, line. and it—they say they've done studies, and it really doesn't affect it. But they still make it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. a fight between the FCC and the FAA. That's that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's, Dick, it's, 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 that's what advice. Because I see Japan not flying into the United States this week. Yeah, Dick, Some unmute yourself, my friend. Go ahead, unmute yourself, Dick. Hi, everybody. How are Hello. You doing well. Yeah, we're all high here. Go ahead, Dick. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Dick. <laughs> well, hey, look, you are on the internet. You have to worry about FCC regulations. That's um, true. Hey, you know, I want, I want to comment on the visibility of people who don't want to get vaccinated and working. I think what they ought to do is just triple their insurance premiums. Well, that's another solution maybe to the problem, Bill. Uh, Dick? I, I, I think so. I, I tell you what, I mean, I mean I, that, that gal um, down in Missouri, uh, Pam, 
and less than half people are vaccinated down there. And, and they, I don't know, it's, it comes to a point where I don't feel sorry for those people who won't get vaccinated or get sick because they're doing it, bringing it down themselves. It's really sad. But I'm very disappointed that more of the leaders in this country, uh, the, the politicians won't come out and, and say something about that, get to urging people to get vaccinated because there is a certain group that will not uh, get vaccinated. It's very sad. They watch your vote, Bill. Yeah. Very, very true. I'm not going to get political, but everyone vote. Yeah. Got to vote. Now, Bill, Uh, hey, what's going to happen tomorrow if the plane gets delayed or something? Who's going to do the show? Well, we'll see. Can you get your cell phone out there and do it live from the airport? I can can do it. We can do it. (laughs) Go for it, guy. If you need any help, Bill, we'll be here. We've got it backed up, but we think we'll be in plenty of time. I mean, but you never know, uh, you know. Get down at a good time, Bill. Yeah. The weather's going to get colder. You know, no, I, what's the temperature down in uh, Naples? Have you checked lately? No. 63 degrees, I just checked. Oh, oh not bad, not bad. Oh, my God. It's only going to get to 75 there today. Oh, gee, that's, that's tough. <laughs> Bill, I feel sorry you know, for you, Bill. Yeah, I do too. You know, I'm, I feel Mary and I are lucky. At least in the summer and the spring, for six months out of the year, we can go to our camper and we can be outside. And I, I feel sorry for those folks who are basically homebound because they. Yeah, they I do. It, it's unfortunate. It really is horrible. Yeah. Goodness, I wish the thing would stop. I'm, I'm really tired of wearing a mask, but you got to do it. But I don't want to fly. I mean, I, I'd love to go to Vegas or New York, but I just don't feel safe doing it. Well, if you go to Vegas, let me know. I'll, I'll meet you down there. I'll meet you out there, uh, Dick. <laughs> there you go. You guys I wear your go. mask and, and we, fly. We've got we've got money, and we, we cancel the trip. Um, Southwest is holding some of our money for the tickets, but I just don't. I just don't want to take a chance. Well, yeah. On that unhappy note, I will say goodbye and Bill, you All right. a trip. Have a good time. week. We'll talk to you and, on the uh, other we'll, side. We'll be talking to you. Take All care. right. Bye-bye. I want to thank everybody for calling in. Thank you, panel. Thanks, everybody. Make a very interesting show. And that's the way it should be. You know, just make it interesting. Don't take it personal. It's just our opinions. And so have a great one. I'll see you today at 1 o'clock. With Bill and Perry and friends and uh, who knows who. See ya. Bye-bye.